2: What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. And we are going to recap the Washington Wizards losses over the weekend to the Spurs and also to the Nuggets. Let's get to it.
3: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: So I just want to thank you guys for making Lotto Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so we're going to start off with the Spurs game. And then after we recap the Spurs game, we're going to recap the uh, Nuggets game, and then we're going to get to comments at the end of this show. All right, so, Brandon, you were there in person. You got to see the unicorn or the giraffe and Victor Wembanyama in person, so I know that was definitely a, uh, a cool experience for sure. Um, just seeing Bilal and, uh, and Victor being old teammates as well going at it. Uh, what were your thoughts, and what was the reason for the Wizards' loss as they were winning in the fourth quarter? Uh, but what went what, what went wrong for the Wizards in that game? Uh, first of all, man, Wimpy Yamas, are <laughs>
4: homie's big, man. <laughs> I mean, dude was catching alley-oops. He wasn't even barely, like, leaving the floor, man. It, it was pretty cool seeing him, Um, uh, seeing Tyus Jones's uh, brother, Trey Jones, when the San Antonio Spurs, so that was pretty cool. Um, Looking at the game, uh, you know, if you look at the team statistics, man, very even game, very even game. And, you know, obviously there's two lottery teams playing each other, but very even game. But like you said, E, another game where we had a league going into the fourth quarter and we give it up. And if you look at the end, I don't know if plays are being drawn, but but you know the the, the sequence that we went through with Cruz, I don't I don't understand it, man. Like it doesn't seem like there's any plays being called in and, and the end. I think that if we drew up some plays, maybe we had a chance, but it's just I I can't pinpoint why we keep giving up leagues, man. It seems to be a thing that we just do. I you know, I think it has I would say, honestly, is a lack of adjustments. And that's been an issue we've had underneath the Western Steel Jr. era, man, the lack of adjustments at the halftime. And that continues to be an issue. Um, the lineups, man, you know, I think there's time to kind of tinker with the start lineup a little bit. You know, I know a lot of people were wondering um, about Bagley, whether he was going to start, you know, being out. You know, obviously we could talk about that because that was a Nuggets game. But um, I would say, man, honestly, if I could pinpoint one thing is the lack of adjustments. Um, no adjustments at the halftime, you know. In in crunch time, it seems like nobody really has an idea what's going on. Like there was no play. Like it seemed like, all right. For example, you got twenty sec- twenty two seconds left, and you're trying to score that quick. No, what you are trying to do is you want to waste time because your worst case scenario in that in that scenario is go to overtime. So you want to you know you want to tie, but so early in the shot clock and and led them to go down the court and then kind of finishes off. And, you know, I know that he had that three-point shot, which was a contested shot. But to me, that was the pivotal moment, which was he should have bled the clock a little bit and then try to go in there and get fouled and, and, and try to get to the free-throw line and go from there, which to me the worst-case scenario is overtime, and then you're still in it to win it, right? But again, you know, another lead, given up. Um, looking at the individual statistics, um, overall, I mean, I'll say this, man. It was a really good game. It just crunch time didn't make sense, and that's where we lost the game. Because if you look, look at the starting five, Tyus Jones, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 12 assists. Tyus Jones was just doing his thing. Um, I don't know if it was sibling rivalry, but he was definitely playing good ball against the Spurs, man. Um, oh, no, Lord. Oh, you're going to be mad at me, y'all. I was reading Trey Jones. <laughs> I was reading Trey Jones' stat line. Okay, let's get into Tyus. <laughs> 13 points, <laughs> 2 rebounds, 6 assists. So still, you know, he played well when this his brother, man. <laughs> um, looking at Jordan pulled 16 points, 7 15 from the field, but 0 for 3 from 3. 12 still, Oh, Lord, two stills, one block. So he was very active on the defensive end, not a stopper, but he's definitely very active. Uh, Denny 16 points, seven rebounds, four assists, 7 11 from the field with a steal, had a really good game. Uh, very active defensively. And I looked at him play defense, and um, and he was on Wimby a lot. And I felt like he really played good defense against Wimby, man. And usually, Denny, if you notice a lot of these games, man, Denny is the guy they put on. The best guy in other team. That says a lot. Is he? You know, I know they switched between Denny and Blau being that defensive guy, but I felt like he played well against a guy who is so much taller than he is. Um, Kuzma, eleven points, but twelve rebounds, six assists, five for fourteen. So the shot was not dropping, but he got involved in other ways. Twelve rebounds was key, and six assists. And then Marvin Bagley D thirty. He continues to play good basketball in DC. Man, um, look at that his stat line: twenty one points, twelve rebounds, two assists. Now, he, he shot a lot of shots. I mean, 8 for 19, but a lot of those shots were in the paint. Um, a lot of them were just barely rolled out. You know, he was definitely very active in the paint offensively. And then looking at the bench, Corey Kispert and Bilal, in my opinion, they shine off the bench. And they were a big reason why they kept this in this game. Because looking at their stat line, um, Corey Kispert, 16 points. 1 for 6 for 3, but he was very active at the free throw line. 7 for 7 at the free throw line. And a steal. And Bilal Koulibaly playing his former teammate um they exchanged jerseys after the game you know um childhood friends Uh, he had a block on him it was it it wasn't the most impressive block but it's a block we'll take that but Valau definitely showed up man 14 points and four rebounds so it was a closely it was a it was a close game Um, I I definitely felt like we were in a position to win but it's just another game where we give up the lead and I just the lack of adjustments and the lack is killing us man It, it is killing us Because you, as a head coach, and and to a certain point, players, you have to make adjustments on the fly. You have to make adjustments, man. Um, And I I even asked Wes at the end of the game. I said, you know, coach, the defense has been an issue all year long. Uh, Is it an effort thing? Is it a personnel thing? And can it be fixed? And he said he believes he can be fixed. But I I, I don't see how because the effort, man. There's no – I mean, defensively on the the perimeter, we mentioned it before, Devin Vassell cooked us. I mean, from three point, we got Cook. Look at Devin. That's a four for six. Um uh, Champagne, man, uh three for six. Wimbayama, two for five. I mean, we our lack of aggression and defending the perimeter is killing this team because it's it's hard to watch. There's nobody closing out. The rotations are slow, and teams are literally sitting back there and taking the time shooting the jump shot. So, I would say that he um the lack of adjustments and the fact that on the perimeter defense, I mean defense overall, but. Perimeter wise, man, we are hard to watch. So that's that's what I'm rolling with.
2: Yeah, that, and um I mean, those are some good cu- questions. You got that insight, you know, since you you have insight now. You able to talk to last and, and the guys. I know you you got to talk to uh, Bagley as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, you were there in person, but yeah, the adjustments. I mean, they were up by ten in the fourth quarter. They were up by twelve at one point. They had a good run. Yeah. With uh Kispert, the long right Blau had a nice put back. He had a couple dunks. Uh he had a nice, a couple of nice finishes, fast yeah. break finishes, Euro steps. He was playing well. And then um Kuzma once again, man, just unfortunately, where some of his decision making and just shot selection down the stretch. I mean, there was nine seconds left where he didn't have to really. I mean, we were down by three. Of course, you wanted to shoot a three, but it's kind of like once again where Jordan Poole took that quick three where yeah. Now Kuzma takes another a quick three, a pull up three, a contested three where Sohan was in his face. Yeah, and it's like we definitely could have got a better shot than that. I don't know if West, if that's what Wes drew up, is like, hey, you know, Kuzma go out there and just go one on one and shoot a three. But this is like the third or fourth time that Kuzma's done it this season, and early in the shot clock, and has missed the shot badly. Uh, yeah. Kuzma fouled Sohan down the stretch too, which was a bad foul. He air balled a uh, floater put back on, on Victor Wimbiana. Uh, victor on um, victor and uh kuz has just struggled as of late man five for 14 in that game zero for four he's not the he's not the only reason why we lost but you know he rebounded the ball well 11 points, twelve rebounds but you know shot selection for him he, he's just been struggling with that as of lately and, yeah. and ever since um a lot of the rumors have been coming out and there's always been rumors but he's really been up and down a very inconsistent as of late didn't have a good game today really either we'll talk about that later but um, just down the stretch, you know, he he didn't he, he didn't help us at all. Uh, Bagley played well, twenty-one points, twelve boards, but yeah, the main reason why we lost that game was just side selection down the stretch. I thought overall as a team, I thought they played good basketball. So I thought Denny stepped up, had some good moments, some good defensive moments, um, sixteen point seven boards, and then of course Victor woke up down the stretch. He had twenty-four points and uh, eight rebounds, ten for twenty-one from the field, two for five from the three-point line. But, uh, yeah, down the stretch, they let Vassell get to the basket, Sohan get to the basket, and Victor had a couple buckets down the stretch, too, where they just couldn't get stops. I mean, defensively, it was bad on, for both teams. We gave them yeah. 131. They gave them 127. So it's not like, you know, any team was really playing defense the whole game. <laughs> but, yeah, just once again, just the executions down the stretch and the clutch really hurt the Wizards. But uh, overall, man, I thought Bagley played well. Denny had a good game. Uh, Tyus Jones, you brought up him earlier, six assists, 13 points. I thought he was fine. There's a lot of rumors. And reports about him getting traded pretty soon, which is you know, his value is going up, which is good. And uh, Jordan Poole, I thought he wa- he was okay. He wasn't, he didn't hurt us. Yeah, you know, shot selection was better. Yeah. decision making was a little bit better from him. So I had no problems with his game uh, against the Spurs. He only had one turnover, so I really didn't have a problem from uh, from Ty- I mean, uh, Jordan Poole. And then Baldwin hit a couple threes. I like the way that he played. I thought he came yeah. in and played pretty well. Uh, for the most part, and uh Shemet had a couple good shots as well. Corey, Corey really, he had a good game. He turned up in that fourth quarter for sure. Uh 7-for-7 seven seven from the free throw line. So overall, I thought the team played well. It's just that last two minutes of the game where they really just shot themselves in the foot.
4: Yeah, I think the question is, man, who sucker punched pa- uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr., man? he's,
2: he's Oh, yeah, the- he's got that mark on his face, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I mean, Johnny Davis is back in the G League, too. Oh, Lord.
4: We're going to stay on, <laughs> on top again. <laughs> You're right. I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you. E. The lack of adjustments, man, continue to haunt this team. You have to make adjustments on the fly, man. You have to make adjustments on the fly. And this is the first time in a while that this I, I've seen a team not just in the Wizards, but the NBA where you're completely lost in the crunch, in the crunch moments. Like, you don't draw, a, like, a play up. It just seems like he brought the ball up and then tried to force a shot. And I felt like with 22 seconds left, man, you drain the clock because you try to, you know, call, get a foul and get to the foul line, man. But you don't with twenty-two seconds left. You got time. I don't know why. You know, and you, that's been a problem all year long. Not utilizing the shot clock. You see it all the time. You know, you they'll get a shot off within the first three seconds. It's like, what are we doing? You've got to utilize the shot clock. There's a reason why they got a shot clock. I mean, you got to run a play. You got to let the play unwind instead of just letting the ball off three seconds and then. I, it's just, but here's the thing, man. It's the same issues every daggone game, man. I mean, bad shot selection. Not utilizing the shot clock. The defense is abysmal. And what part of defense? All of the defense. We can't. Def- we can't defend the perimeter. The interior. We're terrible closing out. We can't rotate. We can't. They they get us a transition. I mean, I, I don't get it, man. I mean, they might as well get G Wiz in there and see what he can do. I mean, I, the the defense is that bad, and it's just the, the same issues. Rebounding. And we actually did good rebounding, and we did better than I thought we would do against Yama because I mean, I'm saying this guy's big, but I mean. Here's the thing. I mean, and like I said, Denny, I, th- I feel like he did well um, defending Wim Yaman, considering the height disadvantage. But I mean, the issues aren't being fixed. And this is what we're going to say every game the rest of the year, or at least to the deadline, is that the rebounding, if it's not rebounding, is defense. It's not defense, it's effort. If it's not effort, it's something. I mean, you, you can't force these guys to care. You got to care. I mean, this is a winnable game, but then, okay, let's flip the perspective. We just lost to. The Pistons and the Spurs in the in the span of a week. And I mean, if that don't wake you up, I don't know what. I mean, is there any pride? I mean, I I, I get a rebuild, man, but really, you, you're trying really hard for that lottery pick. If you just went ahead and lost to hit the, the pit, I mean, because not only did we lose to them, you know, the Pistons just how do you defeat the Wizards? Ball movement. That's it. What did the Pistons do and the Spurs do? Ball movement. And if you look at the ball movement, man, they hit the they, that ball moves on key and they were catching vassal every time after the third touch. And he was cooking them on the perimeter. So, yeah, man. I mean, I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna say it again, man. Different game, same script. So, let's see. But before we move on, man. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get to the Nuggets recap. E. But before we
2: do, tonight's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. Yes, sir. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy in fact that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time to, or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash That's LinkedIn.com slash nba to post your job for free. Terms and conditions up.
0: In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
2: All right, so we're going to get into the uh, recap of the game tonight against the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Nicole Jokic had a. Um, Crazy performance. I mean, it's not crazy for him. This is like a normal day for him. But still, 42 <laughs> points is certainly inexcusable. Uh, <coughs> 42 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. Um, but, I mean, what were your thoughts from the game tonight, the loss to the night, 104, 113?
4: <laughs> you already know, E. Different game, same script. I mean, looking at the team numbers, man. Rebounding. Got rebounded again. Um, Three-point percentage. They gave up 36%. We shot 29 um now free throws they struggled on free throws and they still beat us by how much i mean it's just i mean I, honestly man i'm gonna put it down to this effort i mean and i'm about to get into the individual stats man but it's effort i mean two different performances and, and, and another thing effort and consistency against the spurs they look like a team that was trying to win till you hit that fourth quarter and just like it unwinded but with this game man i mean they did whatever they wanted it, it looked like a shoot around i mean denver did whatever they wanted i mean I mean, we got – I'm looking at the line, The only quarter that we outscored in was the fourth quarter is by two points. So let's get into the individual statistics. And, I mean, Tyus Jones, 15 points, 13 assists. Now, I will say this. Tyus is playing hard to get up out of D.C. I mean, he's playing well, man. And like I said, if this not was not a rebuilding team, I would love him to be the point guard, to be totally honest with you, because he's that perfect floor general that he is looking to distribute. And I told you, I tell you that floater, man, he must practice that thing every day of the week because he has money with that floater. But he he's been the perfect floor general. This team needed, man. I mean, 13 assists is definitely what I'm looking for him to provide. Um, not on every night, I'm not expecting him every night at 13, but definitely what do you want to see against a team like the Denver Nuggets? Um, Jordan Poole, one for seven, four points. Very, very underwhelming. Uh, Denny Avia again struggled also with his shot one for five. Kyle Kuzma led all wizard scores, but was very underwhelming. I mean, he did shoot seven for 14, so he shot 50 uh, 50 percent, two for four from three. A couple of good, uh, really nice, uh, wide open looks in, the, in um, the fourth quarter, three point wise. But I mean, Gafford, uh, coming back from concussion protocol, I felt like he played better, but defensively, I mean, I'm not gonna put this all on Gaff, man. Because let's be real, Jokic, man, he's he's one of those guys in the league. And there's not many of them, but he's one of those guys in the league where you're not going to stop him. You all you can do is try, try to mitigate it a little bit, man. But Jokic is Jokic, man. I mean, he's just see he, If you look at his footwork, even Chris Miller and Drew Gooden sitting on 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 the, mm-hmm. the broadcast, man, his footwork. I have not seen footwork that good since Hakeem Olajuwon, and to me, Hakeem Olajuwon has got the best footwork of any center I've ever seen. And Jokic is just taking is taking the realm from him, man. His footwork, that one move he got on Gaff, man. Yeah, his footwork. Saying all he did was use a pivot and he and i mean he's just that guy is magic with footwork man um but Gafford, 15.7 rebounds one block two two steals he was he offensively he's got a little athleticism to him you know he had a couple of nice layups he's definitely trying to be a lot more athletic i don't know if he feels like bagley's brain on his neck a little bit but he definitely yeah, showed man. a little bit of athleticism but um yeah that's about it i mean defensively you're not gonna stop him i'm looking at the second unit Bagley 17 minutes for 14.7 rebounds. I feel like he provided good minutes off the bench. Shaman, 16 minutes, 14 points, 4 for 10. Shaman is definitely another guy who's uh, definitely boosting his trade value. And uh Kispert, 0 for 6 from 3. Now he did shoot for a four, uh, 4 for 4 from the free throw line, and but overall, one for nine for the field. So not his best showing. And Bilal Lubala, yes, nine points in 31 minutes, four for nine, but four blocksy. This guy, I'm trying to tell you. This kid, man, can play some ball on the defensive end, man. I mean, he is a pest. And, like I said, um, Spurs game, man, I asked, him, man, and you uh, know, we were there with a lot of French reporters, so I don't know any French, man, but you seem to be happy. But, um, I asked him, man, in English, um, I asked him, I said, you know, defensively, you're a pest, but offensively, what are your goals? And he said, man, catch and shoot. He wants to get faster because he notices that a lot of teams are watching him shoot. He wants to get a faster release, he wants to get better. And you see, tonight. You know, um, I believe at the end of the first half, he hit that three-pointer. So Mm -hmm. his three-point shot's coming along, man. And I'm telling you, when he figures it out, because he's starting to attack the basket now. Tonight, man, a lot of alley-oops. I'm telling you, he is nasty. And when he figures it out, this kid is going to be a star. I'm saying right now, because he is athletic. He attacks the rim. He just needs to figure out that three-point shot. And And I'm telling you, when he figures it out, Watch out, NBA, because we have definitely found a jewel in the rough with Black Kulabali. So I'm not too down on his performance. I definitely think that he's going to get better as the season goes, especially after the deadline. He's going to get a lot of minutes. Um, and I'm excited to see this team in the second half, E, because, you know, see him and Denny in the same lineup, man, it's going to be a tough def- defensive lineup, man. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting. But overall, Denver's Denver. They're a contender. They're going to be, you know, they're playing around. Two different teams, big talent gap, Jokic. I mean, if you look at their entourage, man. Michael Porter Jr., very active. KCP, <laughs> former wizard man. You know, he was ice. I mean, ice cold, and I mean ice cold in a good way, not cold, but I mean, you know, he was all over the place. So Denver is just a really good team. And our our true colors come out where You know, our defense is bad, rebounding is abysmal, and they took advantage of it. They did their their game plan. They really did. They they scouted us, and they knew where to attack us, man. And Jokic, I'm trying to tell you, man, this guy is just unreal. I mean, it doesn't look like he ever, like, lifts a weight, man, but I don't don't get it because he was just – like I said, he is the perfect example of just using technicals to play basketball. I mean, physically, he's not that more imposing anybody. But if you look at his footwork, man – it's, it's beautiful to watch, man. It really is. I love the technical part of basketball, man. And he really, his footwork. So, overall, just a talent gappy. I mean, was just better than we were.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, I'll just piggyback off of what, what you said. I mean, the 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 up and under move by, <laughs> excuse me, by Jokic on Daniel Gafford. And it just got Gafford up in the air and hit the end one. And then Gafford tried to go back down on the other end and do the same move. And Jokic just yeah. took the ball from Gafford. Uh, Gafford played hard, though. I mean, like you said, 15.7 boards. Played with effort. Uh, he actually, he's, he had a nice post move where he did a crossover move and did a hook shot on, on Joker. So I did like that. Tyus Jones, get his trade value up or, you know, it may not go up any more than what it is right now. Yeah. But you know, tomorrow we're going to talk about all the reports. The Sixers are interested. There's a couple teams interested in Tyus. The Wizards, of course, want a first round pick, but 15 points and 13 assists is definitely a good game where other teams can look at that and be like, Hey, you know, we can use this guy in the playoffs for sure. A playoff team's like, Hey, we can use this guy as a backup or even as a starter. Uh, in some games for sure so i i, I like what i saw from Tyus today uh kuzma like i said he's just been a little off ever since uh the bagley trade and some of the rumors have started to heat up he's just been a little off 17 points where you know we were used to seeing kuzma come in and drop 25 30 points you know he's kind of gone down just a little bit here um as of late and then uh bagley once again i thought he played pretty well uh 14.7 boards played with a lot of energy uh denny four points tonight only 18 minutes didn't play a lot but he had uh eight rebounds and uh like you said with blau he had that nice three at the before the before halftime that buzzer beater three where he, where he did a pump fake relaxed waited and then knocked it down yeah so um i really like that from from balau he's shown some flashes you know he may not you know nine points not a lot of points but i thought he played pretty well energy finishing around the rim like you said a, a lob threat finishing a lob finishing above the rim the euro step last game he definitely needs more playing time, more opportunities, and more shots yeah. for sure. So I'm looking forward to that after the trade down deadline when some of the veterans are moved. I want him to get some more, so, some more. I want west to call some more plays for him and really get him involved in the offense a little bit more than what he is right now. Um, Kisper struggled tonight, 0 for 6 from the three, 1 for 9. Um, the Nuggets they're just a good defensive team. They're just a they're just a they're a championship caliber team. So Jokic yeah. uh, dominated from start to finish. He got a lot of nice passes to Aaron Gordon, eight assists, he almost had a triple double messed around almost messed around I got a triple double and uh had a really nice had a lot of nice passes to Aaron Gordon's fast break passes and uh he just controlled the game man he was just a magician out there he was quarterback and everything I mean he just showed why he's always in the MVP, MVP conversation and why he won why he was a why he led the nuggets to the championship last year I mean this was a statement game for him for sure
4: Oh definitely I mean they they are a really good team and like I said you know we cover the wizards and we wizards fans but you give credit where it's due, and they—they they, they are a fun team to watch. I mean, they realize because they just—they play well together. They know each other and how they play, and just watching them run their offense is just is, and even their defense. I mean, they're just a really good team with good chemistry. So I, I definitely hope you know eventually that could be us, man, because chemistry is key. Um, getting back to Gaff real quick, man. Um, now you know honestly, you know a lot of news, and obviously we're gonna talk about it tomorrow, man. But you know his name is definitely involved with a lot of trade rumors, but I mean. I like Gaff, and his contract is a very team-friendly contract, and I think that if he stays in D.C., which I would not be disappointed if he did, but I can see why they would move him because, obviously, you know, if you look in the future, man, getting the money off the books, you know, Bagley, he's a free agent after next year, so they're definitely trying to clear the books at the center position going forward, so I get it, man, but, you know, if he stays in D.C., I definitely think that eventually he's going to have to come off the bench, man, because he's, he's still very limited offensively, and, I mean, if you look at him and Bagley, I think that as a front-court tandem, they can be really entertaining to watch. But, I mean, Bagley and his offensive repertoire in, in, the, in the paint, man, I think there's more solely needed on, on the starting five than it is the bench. I mean, he his ability to create a shot in the paint, um, his defense is better than we thought. I mean, the M.O. with him was not so much he's not a good defender, but effort. But I think in D.C., he's shown effort. You know, he's shown a little fire, man. Like, he, you know, so it's going to be interesting. To me. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of moving pieces. A lot of these vets are going to be gone. And, you know, the second half of the year is going to be dedicated purely towards getting these young guys ready for the future. So
2: I'm excited. Yeah, yeah we're definitely going to get to some comments here. We probably only read like one or two. Seriously, we really, 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 really will read the comments tomorrow. <laughs> we definitely will. We definitely will. But before we do that, we got a quick word from Brandon. Yes,
4: sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Better Help. So what are some things you want to keep saying about yourself or your life in 2024 are they? are you already questioning think opposite of new year new you right are there some things you want to change whether it's physically mentally or even spiritually well there's ways to do that and one of those ways is better help because look we all need help from time to time and we all have issues and sometimes it's best fit to talk to somebody else so if you're thinking about starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which is key. So, all you guys got to do is celebrate the progress you already made because you've already considered BetterHelp. So, visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on the NBA today to get 10% off your first month. And that's BetterHelp, H E L P.com slash locked on NBA And tonight's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but it's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel. Make it's number one sports book Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. So the, the app is easy to use. And there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is as I do. The best way to find popular parlays and more. So all you got to do is visit Fandu.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Fanduel, the official partner of the NFL.
3: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
4: All right. Let's get into some comments tonight. We've got a lot of comments tonight.
2: All right. Um, let me see what comment stood out. There's a lot of good comments in here. Um Jokers getting an MVP chance in cap one. I didn't hear that, but I'm not <laughs> yeah, sure if he did, but I believe it. I believe it for sure. I'm not surprised. I'm really not.
4: Nah, not surprised one bit.
2: I don't know. Lamar Odom. Yeah, we're not gonna read this one out loud, but uh <laughs> he said keeping this man is a state. He's talking about West. Keeping West is a staying on Dawkins' tenure because he decided to exercise his option. To shake Man. Yeah, I mean we both said that was this was a questionable move. Um, I think he might have did it just because he wanted to make West feel comfortable. And maybe Ted might have put a word in because, you know, his father's legacy, because of West's, West's yeah. dad's legacy. And uh, just to ensure that we get the best pick in the draft or the highest lottery pick, knowing that, you know, West under West that we'll probably lose a lot of games. So it was definitely an interesting decision by Will Dawkins for sure.
4: Yeah, I mean, very interesting to say the least man i thought that we we're going to take this year to evaluate him and then kind of evaluate the head coach position after the season but i'll say this man um yes west Sell jr is you know the lack of adjustments the lineups the lack of play calls and in and, and the clutch have been issues y'all defense being abysmal has been been an issue the entire time but i mean i know both of us both said that you know we were wondering what he could do in a rebuild if they can find the pieces to implement in this defensive system. But, I mean, we may be out of time. This is year three, and the defense has not been good. And you can't say they don't have defenders because, I mean, Denny, high-lover defender. I mean, DeLon Wright, high-lover defender. Bilal, pass. I mean, so he's had guys. It's just, it's, it's hard. It really is, man. Yeah, it's fun. I'll say this, man. Assistant coach, yes, but I think right now, I, I, I don't know if he could be a head coach. You know, I know his name is is definitely tied to the franchise. You know, his dad put a lot of service into this franchise, man. But, I mean, and I wish him well. I like West, man, but this is not a popularity contest. I mean, you got to perform. And his MO coming over from Denver was what? Defense. Defense has not been better. It's gotten worse year after year. And you just – you don't see the effort from guys. You see guys checking out. You see chemistry issues. You see guys – I mean, it's just – so we got to figure this thing out man you know whether you i definitely think that in the off season they need to take a hard look at hit coach and i you know like i said very likable guy man but a hit coach you know you've got to perform man and is it entirely on west i'm not i'm not gonna say it's entirely on west i think there's many problems that his team has as far as fit of personnel and there's a lot of issues and he's you know he, the issues that he has are pieces of the overall issue but not just on west but At this point, we tried the whole approach of having an assistant coach trying to make him a head coach. Let's go out here and get a guy with a a track record. Let's go out here and get a a head coach like the Pistons. I mean, the Pistons aren't struggling because of Monty Williams. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're struggling in spite of Monty Williams because Monty Williams is a coach who has a proven track record. Let's go out here and get a guy, man, a guy who's going to hold this locker room accountable, man there's so many attitudes and personalities you got as a coach you've got to be able to juggle them and get the best performance out of these guys i mean you should never be checking out especially as a millionaire man you play basketball you should be checking out man you know you definitely so they got to look at head coach in my opinion so it is what oh, it is
2: yeah yeah definitely i mean it's another blown lead against the spurs uh how many blown leads have we seen under west's tenure Lord I mean, he, his name about 30 of them honestly maybe even more than that so yeah wes uh just the lack of the the adjustments the rotations defense has been bad but like you said too it's the personnel and some of it's by design too they they definitely want to lose games they definitely want to get the best draft position that they can get uh so that's a big part of it but um yeah yeah, i mean west you know i think next year i think he'll be here next year but it's kind of like the steven silas situation with the rockets where they were losing a bunch of games losing a bunch of games and then they moved on from Steven Silas, and then they finally took a swing. And now they're more competitive this this year after, what, two to three years of being bad. So that's kind of what we're looking at here. It's a, it's a, it's a rebuilding process. We're, we're going to see how many picks we get back for Kuz. They want two first-round picks. I don't think they'll get that. Tyus, we'll see what we get back for him. Daniel Gafford. And then um, just seeing what they do in the draft this upcoming season. So it's a lot of factors going into it. But, yeah, the personnel, too, just having Mescala as your backup center and Gallo as your backup center. That, too, we finally have a guy in Bagley who can rebound the ball other than just Gafford. So the roster is a little bit more watchable than what it was before. So um, it's it's a lot of factors going into it for sure. Um, But, yeah, somebody brought up David Vanderpool. He's a good candidate. As a replacement for next year yeah. brian keith um there's yeah. a lot of good candidates out there that could possibly uh replace Weston so junior but uh unknown ism we'll probably wrap it up on this one uh, i'll read my guy dc hoopla his uh comment <laughs> excuse me as well make sure you guys check out his youtube channel or, or their youtube channel both those guys they've been on our channel before we've been on theirs as guests uh he said uh, I am waiting. I'm I'm just waiting. I am just waiting to drive these vets to the airport, We're airport, fellas.
4: Dallas And um, I already got the car warmed up. I'm just waiting on you, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, I'm ready. No disrespect to these vets, man, but I'm ready for the true rebuild to happen, man. You know, it's time to, to see what we got in these young guys, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and Going back to what you said, E, real quick. Um, on sale? Yeah, I can also see him being here next year because of the whole... Um, Given that fourth year option, but to me, give him the personnel. Let's get more defensive minded guys, some more shooters in there. Was let, I, I, you know, I don't want to see anybody not succeed. Anybody, you know, I, I definitely want to see anybody succeed, man. And, um, that you know, I gotta get his name, connected to the team. I want to see him succeed, but let's try to give him the personnel, man. And like I said, we mm-hmm. got some guys on this team right now who can defend. Um, but you also need guys who can shoot. We need a couple more shooters on here, man. You know, Kissburg, he's got to get consistent, you know, so. You know, we'll see how we do as far as what we get back from these trades and go into the all-season and draft and go from there. But hopefully we give him what he needs next year. And then after next year, man, I don't see any you – know, I mean, if he falters next year, then I don't – I'm out of excuses, so.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and we've we've seen him with a better roster last year with with Brad and Prazingis and uh, and Kuz and a lot of the late-game situations where he just has one guy just do ISO and last year was Bill. Now this year it's Kuzma. Who's just yeah. throwing up, you know, bad shots at the end of the game? But, um, unknown ism says tonight's episode is brought to you by losing, as in the wizards are good at losing on a regular basis. Losing because we don't want to win, keep losing. So, we'll end on that note. But there's a lot of comments we want to read for sure. There's A couple comments talking about Kyle Kuzma, um, about you know, his trade value that he, yeah, Diablo says Kuzma intentionally sabot- sabotaging his trade value. Come on now, he responded to a tweet about being traded. Yeah, he has, he's been, he's been. He's been struggling as of late. I don't know what it is ever since a lot of – and trade rumors have been coming out about Kuz for a long time, so it's not like they just started. But now since they really, 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 really have heated up even more, it's just like he kind of looks like he he's not really focused, honestly. Or, or I hate to say checked out, but he just kind of looks like he's just on a different different world right now than, than his teammates, honestly.
4: I mean, I, I don't know if I – you know what I mean – you kind of knew coming in signing that contract that you were gonna yeah you're gonna be training. yeah so you. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean so I, I you know maybe a little naive yeah but mm. you knew that at one point you're gonna get moved man I mean it's a rebuilding team and honestly none against Kuzman. I think that he's definitely a guy who's became a better player and in D C became a complete player yeah but if Kyle Kuzman is your best player you're not gonna win a championship and there's no disrespect to Kyle mm. Kuzman as being a hundred percent you know on a contending team he is a third or four option so if if Kyle kuzman's your star you, you have no i mean and like I said no disrespect, but you you know you're here for value, so yeah
2: <laughs> i i never I never understood that man mm-hmm. yeah hundred percent but are right, you guys um yeah, I see somebody talking about the Ravens and whatnot we're not Ravens fans, but you know we'll <laughs> I'll be happy for them since they are in the state of maryland, and uh you know that's that's all I can do so but uh we're definitely gonna talk more about some stuff tomorrow and read all the comments that we didn't get to for sure uh we really really, really will really, really really will do that uh this time tomorrow for sure so we want to thank you guys for listening and making a lot of wizards your first listen every day we are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts like i said make sure you guys subscribe hit that notification bell as well hell to the wizards peace